Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500 and is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start our podcast with an update of the key metrics for the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, as we're now in the middle of the peak weeks of the earnings season. We'll then discuss our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions for the S&P 500 for the first quarter. After raising earnings estimates in the third quarter and the fourth quarter, our analysts continuing to raise their EPS expectations in the first quarter of 2021 for S&P 500 companies. But first, let's provide an update for the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Continuing the trend of last week, more companies in the index are beating EPS estimates than average and beating estimates by a wider margin than average. As a result, the index is reporting higher earnings for the fourth quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the quarter. Despite the increase in earnings, the index is still reporting a year-over-year decline in earnings for now. But if earnings continue to surpass estimates at current levels, it is possible the index will report year-over-year growth in earnings for the quarter once all the companies have reported. Overall, 37% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the fourth quarter to date. Of these companies, 82% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is above the five-year average of 74%. If 82% is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the second highest percentage of S&P 500 companies reporting a positive earnings surprise since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 13.6% above estimates, which is also above the five-year average of 6.3%. If 13.6% is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the fourth largest earnings surprise percentage reported by the index since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. Due to the number and magnitude of these positive earnings surprises, particularly those reported by companies in the financials and information technology sectors, the earnings decline for the fourth quarter is smaller now relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the quarter. The financials and information technology sectors have been the key contributors to the improvement in earnings for the index over the past few weeks due to the unusually large earnings surprises reported by companies in these sectors. In the financial sector, the positive earnings surprises reported by J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Citigroup, Morgan Stanley, and Capital One Financial have been the top contributors to improving earnings for the index as a whole. Overall, 90% of the companies in this sector have reported positive earnings surprises, and actual earnings are exceeding estimated earnings by 29% in this sector. In the information technology sector, the positive earnings surprises reported by Apple, Microsoft, and Intel have been the top contributors to improving earnings for the index as a whole. Overall, 93% of the companies in this sector have reported positive earnings surprises, and actual earnings are exceeding estimated earnings by 19% in this sector. Outside of these two sectors, it should be noted that the positive earnings surprise reported by Facebook was also a substantial contributor to the improvement in earnings for the index. On the other hand, the negative earnings surprise reported by Boeing was a significant detractor to the improvement in earnings for the index. For the S&P 500 overall, the blended year-over-year decline in earnings is 2.3% today, 
compared to a decline in earnings of 4.8% last week and a decline in earnings of 9.3% at the end of the fourth quarter on December 31st. When we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for those companies that have yet to report. If 2.3% is the actual decline for the quarter, it will mark the fourth straight quarter in which the index has reported a year-over-year decline in earnings and the seventh time in the past eight quarters in which the index has reported a year-over-year decline in earnings. However, if earnings continue to surpass estimates at current levels, there is a good chance the index report year-over-year earnings growth for the first time since the fourth quarter of 2019 once all the companies have reported actual results. At the sector level, five sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the materials, information technology, and financial sectors. Six sectors are reporting a year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the energy, industrials, and consumer discretionary sectors. Looking at future quarters, analysts predict double-digit earnings growth for all four quarters in 2021 due to both an easy comparison to a weak 2020 and improving earnings. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 21.8, which is above the 5-year average and above the 10-year average. And during the upcoming week, 110 S&P 500 companies, including two Dow 30 components, are scheduled to report results for the fourth quarter. Some of the high-profile companies reporting next week include Alphabet, Amazon.com, Pfizer, and Merck. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions for S&P 500 companies for the first month of the first quarter. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. For those of you that are not familiar with the bottom-up EPS estimate, it is an aggregation of the earnings per share estimates for all 500 companies in the index into a single earnings per share estimate for the entire index. During the month of January, analysts increased earnings estimates for companies in the S&P 500 for the first quarter. The bottom-up EPS estimate, which is an aggregation of the median EPS estimates for Q1 for all the companies in the index, increased by 3.4% during this period. How significant is a 3.4% increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter? How does this increase compare to recent quarters? Well, in a typical quarter, analysts usually reduce earnings estimates during the first month of a quarter. During the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2.2%. During the past 10 years, the average decline in the estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2.4%. And during the past 15 years, the average decline in the bottom-up estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2.2%. So again, while analysts usually lower estimates during the first month of a quarter, they increased estimates during the first month of the first quarter of 2021. In fact, the first quarter of 2021 marked the second highest increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter since the second quarter of 2010. It also marked the third straight quarter, but just the fourth time since 2011, in which the bottom-up EPS estimate increased over the first month of the quarter. However, it should be noted that analysts made substantial cuts to earnings estimates for the first quarter of 21 during the first half of 2020. From December 31st to June 30th, the bottom-up EPS estimate for the first quarter of 2021 declined by 16.5%. At the sector level, seven sectors have recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate for the first quarter during the first month of the quarter, led by the energy, financials, and information technology sectors. 
On the other hand, four sectors have recorded a decline in their bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of the quarter, led by the industrial sector. As the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index increased during the first month of the quarter, the value of the S&P 500 decreased during the same period. The first quarter marked just the second time in the past 20 quarters in which the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index increased during the first month of the quarter, while the value of the index decreased over the same period. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music